got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. From grandmothers who whispered in their baby girl ear to fathers on dimly lit street corners instructing young soldiers to always keep their eyes open. You be queen. You were fire. You were passed through centuries on the hands of your daughters. They called you wisdom. Proverbs. On the backs of diamond-eyed school children who grew into hymnals recited by amethyst-holding urban philosophers who recited neighborhood commandments out of the windows of restored El Camino chariots to keep the warmth in their blood. Be wise. Be smart. Be black opal, brown quartz, bloodstone, and prayer. Be every form of gem. See, king told scribe, scribe told son, son told wife, wife told her daughter, and daughter told the ancestors, and the ancestors told me that you would come to give wisdom to thousands. They said you would come, dropping gems, dropping 
Oh, I just love that poem so much. Shout out to my boy Namdi for creating that for me for our show. Guys, what up? Welcome to episode nine of the Dropping Gems podcast. As always, I am your host, Debbie Brown. As seems to always be the case when I am recording like a really specific show, just me in the room, um, life got kind of out of hand today. So, but I learned a really, really valuable lesson. Um, earlier today, I wanted to record, you know, this show. I've been kind of preparing for it because it, it's definitely one of the meteor shows that I've done. Um, and, you know, at the last minute, I had my day all planned out. And at the last minute, a friend of mine's mom was in town who I adore. And so I ran out of the house to meet them and grab, you know, some delicious acai bowls. And it was so beautiful. And then I was like, well, I'm already out of the house. So let me go run and do X, Y, and Z else. And as I was doing that, I blew out my tire. <laughs> Which, you know, if you do that, it's kind of like, you just don't know how long it's going to take. Um, luckily, I ended up having a great guy from AAA that came in like 10 minutes. I had a spare in my trunk, so it worked out. But it definitely threw off the rest of my day. Got back, you know, I had to make sure that my little baby, little Quest Mandela, um, was situated. So finally, just to paint the picture for you, I am... It's pretty late. It's like midnight and I'm sitting outside doing the show. It's super dark, very moody and uh, I have my baby monitor nearby. So if you hear crying, <laughs> I might have to pause for the cause and go run and get my kid. Um, but yeah, let's dive right in. I want to talk about purpose. I feel like purpose is a conversation that we are all having or it's a word that we are all confronted with pretty much on a daily basis now. I know I, for one, am having conversations about purpose with all of my friends really regularly. I'm having conversations about purpose in my DM when you guys slide in um, pretty often. And even on Instagram stories, when I asked, hey, what questions do you guys have for my next episode? 95% of the responses were in some way, shape, or form related to purpose. I have an issue with the concept of purpose. I feel like it has become another tool of mental and spiritual oppression on a lot of people. I think that it has created this really unfair amount of pressure on people. And I think that for some, it's stunting their growth. So let, let's get into this. Uh, keep a pen and paper handy because we're going to get a little deep on some of this some of this breakdown. So for me, purpose has really become such an on-trend item. It's become such a buzzword, right? Like be in your purpose, find your purpose. Like people are selling all kinds of things online related to that word. Um, I think at the core of it, our, our obsession with purpose that has kind of existed since the dawn of time, but definitely gotten a lot bigger since Instagram, <laughs> really just stems from people wanting to know and believe that their life matters. You know, I think that we're so obsessed with the idea of purpose because we want to know that this experience of being alive, of being human has meaning. Um, but in that quest, I think that purpose has also become 
a huge tool of comparison, or should I say yet another tool of comparison that we are wielding around sometimes like a weapon, a weapon against others, a weapon against ourselves. I think in a lot of ways, a lot of people are using purpose as a marker of status or of self-worth. And people think that purpose gives them value when in reality, you already have value. You are enough simply because you exist. And purpose is really just sharing yourself and your gifts with others. Um, You know, I think that the thing with purpose is a lot of it is misunderstood because it is so intricately in our minds tied up with career, job, and passion. And while all of those categories can really symbiotically exist, they don't have to be mutually exclusive. Um, So I want to get kind of specific on this because I think words are really important. I think that it is very important for all of us to expand our vocabularies when we are explaining our emotions and thoughts. And I think that it is really important that we get familiar with what the true meaning and origins of certain words are, because in a lot of ways and in a lot of contexts, we misuse them. And when we misuse them, we are not really able to stand in our truth, live in our truth, or have the breakthroughs that are necessary for us to get to whatever the next level for each of us is. So I'm going to go over a few definitions with you. Um, The definition of passion. Passion is defined as a strong feeling of enthusiasm or excitement for something or about doing something. Passion is also strong and barely controllable emotion. Okay, that's passion. Career. Career is defined as an occupation undertaken for a significant period of a person's life and with opportunities for progress. A profession for which one trains and which is undertaken as a permanent calling. Job. The definition of job is a piece of work or specific task done as part of a routine with an agreed upon price. It's a paid position of employment. Now, the definition of purpose, according to the dictionary, is the reason for which something is done or created. Have as one's intention or objective. So these are very, very different descriptives, right? Like passion, career, job, purpose. They all mean pretty drastically different things, but there are some ways in which they can coexist. Now, the biggest issue that I think that we have is that we're trying to make all of these words the same. We are thinking that purpose equates career. And that is one of the biggest mistakes that that each of us can make because purpose is not a job title. Now, can those things exist at the same time? Can you have a job where you are deeply standing in your purpose Absolutely. Can you be a lucky one that has a career that allows you to deeply stand in your purpose while you're getting paid? Absolutely. However, it doesn't have to be the case. You do not have to have some grand, huge life or job to have purpose in your life, to be standing in your purpose, living in your purpose, working in your purpose. One of the questions that I got uh, when 
I posed the, you know, the, the idea of submit some questions on my Instagram stories came from at the Brittany Miller. And she asked me, how do you define purpose? And how did you know that radio was no longer your purpose? So for me, my definition of purpose is simply using my unique God-given gifts to be of service to others. I 100% solely believe that purpose at its core, at its root of what it is, is being of service to others, utilizing the unique things about yourself, utilizing your gifts to serve. That is the entire point of purpose in the way that I believe things, right? Purpose is not just being highly successful, being lit, having people, you know, admire you or look up to you. That's not it. That's completely ego driven purpose. True purpose is using what you have to be of service to others in a meaningful way, you know? Um, so I, I responded to her with that, but I also wanted to be super clear that I, I never viewed radio as my purpose, especially now, you know, like maybe when I was like first starting out in radio, when I was 18, it was kind of like, okay, yeah, this is, this is like my career path. So this is what I can plot and plan on for the rest of my life. Um, but as I've, you know, just gotten deeper into my own journey, I definitely understand that radio is not my purpose. Now, was radio my career for a really long time? Yeah. Did radio serve as a beautiful vessel for me to extend my purpose to other people? Absolutely. I have and always will view radio as such a sacred honor. You know, the ability to connect to people in the world every single day using my voice, um, to be able to live inside someone's head, to be allowed into someone's head. It's, it's truly a sacred responsibility and, and such a joy, but it's not my purpose. It's a job. It's something I got paid to do. It's something that, you know, I could gain or lose at any given day at the whims of whatever company I was employed by. And so purpose can't be your job because purpose can't be controlled by anybody else. You know, um, purpose can't be controlled by the whims of society. It can't be controlled by, you know, the whims of a boss. So it's really important that you understand that that purpose is really tapping into whatever your unique gifts are. So when I was responding to Brittany on Instagram, you know, I said, just to make it clear, you know, purpose is not the same as a career or a job title. It is not a title. It is not something that defines you in a way that we put into a box of societal standards. You know, purpose is not societal perception. It's soul led. It's soul offering. It's so much bigger and so much more meaningful. And it's also something that you can apply to absolutely any and everything in your life. So for instance, I defined purpose as utilizing, you know, the unique God given gifts that I have to be of service to others. Well, if I were to try to quantify what I consider to be some of my gifts, I would say that one of my gifts is communication. One of my gifts is the ability to really communicate well with other people and to be understanding and empathetic and to be curious. I think curiosity is one of my superpowers. And I also think it does fall into my purpose because I'm always looking to seek and understand things that are unknown and then share that information. 
Um, I also, I also think that part of my gifts are heart centered leadership. Whenever I've been in positions of, you know, authority in different working spaces, like I believe at least, (laughs) (laughs) let someone else tell it. I don't know, but I believe that I I really thrived in those spaces because I didn't lead with ego. I really wanted people to give their best and, and us to all work on this common goal with joy and with integrity and with respect, you know? So I, I consider that to be one of my gifts. Um, another one of my gifts I feel is staying out of ego as I work and as I live and, and sharing that knowingness and that peace with other people. So if I go by what I consider all my gifts to be, and I stand in purpose with those things, then let's add that up. That means that I can do almost anything and be in purpose. And I'm not trying to sound like overly simplified, right? But what I'm about to say really does seem just that simple. Whether I am on the radio, whether I am doing a podcast at my house, whether I am working at a restaurant, whether I am being a lifeguard, (laughs) whether I am, you know, being a gardener, being, you know, a florist, whatever, whatever I do to earn money, I can still be living in my life's purpose because the more closely I am connected with myself, the more I accept and love myself, the more I work on myself to heal and grow and then share those things with other people. That is me being in my purpose on purpose. Whatever I do to make money is completely outside of that. Now, can I do things with these gifts that makes me money? A hundred percent. Absolutely. And what a joy and what luck that would be. But I don't have to. I don't have to to live a purposeful life. And I really want to stress that point because I talk to so many people who don't like their jobs or are being deeply hard on themselves by saying, you know, I don't know what my purpose is or, you know, my my life isn't great because I don't have a purpose. I want to have a purpose. We all have a purpose and don't equate your self-value with what you do for a living. All of that is societal. A lot of that you don't really have a choice in sometimes, you know, depending on your background, depending on where you came from or what you're doing. But that doesn't mean that you don't have purpose. And it doesn't mean that you aren't deserving of living in your purpose. But by tying it to what you get paid to do, by tying it to what other people know you as, as in a title, that really is you placing limits on yourself, That's you limiting who you are and who you can be because you are living based on the humanity of your experience and not your soul. So to put that in further context, I would say this, you know, um, especially like in the, in the Christian community, like you'll hear the saying of I'm a soul having a human experience. So like, let me put this into more specific terms. Um, like in a lot of like new age beliefs and understandings and quotes, you might hear the saying of you are a soul having a human experience, right? I absolutely believe that. I believe I'm a soul first. And right now my experience is one of humanity, but that's not all I am and all I will be, right? I'm energy. I'm a spirit. I'm, I'm a soul. I'm of God. I'm a piece of him in a bag of bones right now, right? So that very much speaks to my point of what is societal 
ego driven and what is actual soul level purpose. And actually, since I've mentioned ego a few times, I want to break down the definition of what ego actually means. It's funny. um, A few weeks ago, one of my girlfriends was over. I had a big group of people over and Charlemagne was here (laughs) and we were having fun. It was very turnt at this house. And by turnt, I mean all the things, all the things. Right. So he was like, let's turn on the microphones. Let's let's do a group podcast right now. So like probably six of us come into the room lit (laughs) on a lot of things and we turn on the microphones and we start talking and mind you probably none of that will ever hit the light of day it's like about 45 minutes worth of audio that makes no sense um but like Char was here Van was here my girl Jazz was here Humble was here like it was really like a podcast reunion of people that have been on the show um but you know I was talking we were talking about you know what is purpose and one of the things that I said was that I think people, when they, when they talk about purpose, they get way too caught up in their egos. And my girl Jazz was like, no, I don't think it's ego. I think it's, you know, people want direction. 100% agree with that. But I think that we had a different use of the way we were defining ego. So I want to I wanna break down what ego means. Now, if you go by the Webster's Dictionary definition of ego, it's a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. So I think a lot of us tend to think the word ego means like, oh, he has a big ego, she has a big ego, that that simply means like arrogance or that you think really highly of yourself. When I talk about ego, that's not the way in which I'm using it. Um, From a psychology perspective, ego is defined as the part of the mind that mediates between the conscious and the unconscious and is responsible for reality testing and a sense of personal identity. That gets closer to it. From a more um, metaphysical standpoint, Ego is defined as a conscious thinking subject. So the way I would kind of break that down is the ego is the human experience. The ego is the human part of you that is having experiences in the outside world and responding to those experiences, right? It's, it's the piece of you that is that things are happening to and that you're reacting to. Your soul is not your ego. Your, your soul is having the experience of humanity, which is the experience of ego. So to the ego, there is only positive or negative, which is how we kind of quantify our experiences. I had a bad day. I had a good day. Um, oh, that's bad news. Or, wow, things are going so good for me right now, right? Like that's kind of how the ego experiences its human self. It's by the positives and the negatives, the good and the bads. Um, And it's about creating judgments and perceptions about the experiences that we're having. Now, your soul doesn't live in that way. To your soul, there is no such thing as positive or negative. To the universe, I believe to God, there is no such thing as positive or negative. Like you're not being rewarded and you're not being punished. 
more so you are just having experiences that are meant to lead you to another place, another level experiences that are meant to lead you towards another experience. And your reaction is what makes all the difference on what that next experience will be. So when we were talking about ego, when I said that people are too caught up in their own ego, when they are trying to contemplate their purpose, what I'm really saying is people are using purpose more so as a measuring stick of their own self-worth and a measuring stick of how they fare in comparison to other people. And that's where you can really limit yourself and things can get really, really tricky uh, when you're quantifying it in that way. So I just found this worksheet that I did with Ron and Mary Holnick, who if you're in the LA area, they are both two absolutely brilliant thought leaders um, who are both clinical psychologists for over 40 years, um, but do a lot of work around the soul, a lot of work around spirituality and psychology. Um, They're incredible, incredible, incredible. But so they have this worksheet about purpose that I filled out recently and it was kind of cool to fill it out being that I feel like I have a deeper understanding for mine at this point in my evolution. So like it's broken down in terms of human experience versus soul experience. So number one asked me, what is my purpose? I said, to use my unique God-given gifts to be of service to others, to share tools of healing and self-awareness with women of color for generational healing of trauma to occur. What are my opportunities within my human experience to do this? I put broadcasting, literature, workshops, social media, right? Those are all things that I kind of use to share who I am and what I'm learning and um, what I've discovered What are, number three, the question was, what are my gifts? I view my gifts as communication, curiosity, empathy, kindness, and authentic self-expression. How can I be, number four is, how can I be of service and make a meaningful contribution in my human experience? I put exhibiting authentic self-expression and heart-centered leadership and staying out of ego as I work. Now, on another level, it says, one of the questions asked are, what are my soul opportunities? What are the ways in which my soul has provided opportunities to do this work of purpose? My response to this is my own healing, transcending karma, transmuting karma, transcending and transmuting generational trauma, living in loving and compassion. So those are the things that I think that my experiences of being a human thus far have provided me with, right? Like I have done some deep dive digging on a lot of pains that I've had in my life, on a lot of experiences that I've had, um, things that I've done, things that have been done to me, you know, and I think that even in a lot of those challenges, the sole opportunities that it provided me was my own healing, right? Like my own ability to break patterns, my own ability to break karma, my own ability to end certain traumas in my family lineage with me and not pass them on to my child and opportunities to, with an open heart, seek out a life of more impact and meaning and live in a more compassionate and kind mind state towards everyone, towards 
you know, the peaceful and the aggressive. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. So that, I thought that was really beautiful and that was really helpful. And that's kind of a way for me to break down a little further to you, the ways in which I view purpose. Um, I also want to share some ways that I think that you can start tapping in a little bit deeper into whatever you consider your purpose to be, or how you can get a jump start on finding what that is to begin with. So ways to begin to find your purpose. I would say the first is that you really need to accept that purpose is a constantly evolving experience that is intertwined with the entirety of your life's journey. If you have not figured out purpose from one weekend of vision boarding, guess what? You weren't supposed to. That's okay. And at every new level of you discovering yourself, at every new level of you healing yourself and growing, there's going to be new facets to your purpose. So it's kind of like, imagine like what a raw diamond is, you know, a raw diamond, it's, it's stuck in the earth. It's covered in rock, whatever the, you know, specific geological measurements of it are, but it's, it's covered. It's not looking like the ring on your finger, right? Well, with every, but it's still valuable. It's still beautiful and valuable. And then with every new piece of you that you're uncovering, there is a refining, there is a sharpening, there is a chiseling. And every new layer and every new opportunity eventually reveal, you know, a a VVS stone, 
with beautiful clarity and, and all of the brilliant facets that make it dance and come alive when you see it set, you know, on jewelry. And that's kind of how your purpose is really meant to be. It's always, you're always valuable, but depending on how much work and effort you put into yourself, you're either the raw, fresh out the earth diamond, or, you know, you're the brilliant VVS stone on a 50 carat ring, you know, that's, that, that's in the news. So that's kind of how I look at this evolution of purpose. It's this constantly evolving being and experience that is really going to change and take new shape and new form over time. And you just kind of have to surrender to however you're being utilized in service, in purpose for others. It's, it's not always going to look like what your plan is, Um, And God willing, it just continues to expand and expand and expand. And before you know it, you're living a life that you never really dreamed of. You're a version of yourself that you couldn't even fathom before. So also in this line of things of ways to find your purpose, um, someone asked me on those Instagram stories, how conscious do you need to be to realize your God-given purpose? That's from J. Can Honeybee. How conscious do you need to be to realize your God-given purpose? Um, (laughs) Both very and also not very. (laughs) I think the thing about purpose, again, with it being that, that, that being that is constantly evolving and taking new shape, I mean, there's so much opportunity for so many different versions of it. So you can absolutely even at the the bare bones level of your growth, be exhibiting pieces of your purpose in the way in which they're available to you in that moment. Um, and then as you expand that and you grow and you become more of who you've always been, um, you get to really tackle maybe some bigger service projects. You get to tackle bigger ways and bi- bigger vessels for you to use that. Um, So I think at whatever stage you're in, in your growth, you absolutely have an incredible amount of value and worthiness within which to display your purpose. Uh, Another question that I got in that same vein was, how do you find your purpose in life? I'm having a hard time finding mine. That's from at beautiful 247, 24 seven. This actually reminds me, one of my dear girlfriends who I know is listening to this episode right now, I'm not going to call her out by name, but I know she's going to know who she is and text me when she hears this. Um, You know, she had, she had listened to one of my other episodes and she had texted me and she said, you know, I just don't know what's wrong with me because I have been spending the whole last few months trying to figure out my purpose and I just haven't figured it out yet. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, And I just want to bring back to what I said earlier, you know, more than likely you are already living a great deal of your life in purpose and on purpose. You're just not giving yourself the credit for it. And you're also thinking of purpose as a destination you're going to be arriving at. You're thinking of purpose in terms of it being a job title. So because maybe you didn't find the gig or the career or the job that you can now stand in and say, yes, this is my purpose. Um, Then you think you failed. Well, newsflash, the majority of the world, not just America, but if we look at the scope of the world, who's really doing that anyway? You know, like who's really having these gigantic lives um, where they're getting paid to quote unquote, be in their purpose. I mean, stop it. 
be way more gentle with yourself, you know? And, and for her, it's kind of like from the outside looking in on her life, I see this brilliant, incredible, like deeply empathetic woman who serves as such a pillar of strength to not only her own family, her husband and her kids, but a pillar of strength to her friendship. She is one of the most thoughtful people that I've ever met. She has a hundred percent, um, strengthened me as a friend, been, been so supportive. She's one of those people that when you know her, you feel seen, you feel heard, you feel valued. And I'm like, girl, that's, that's you standing in your purpose. Whatever you do, you're already sharing your purpose with so many people. Which leads me to another question I got from at Carlita Durand. She, her question to me was, you mentioned serving, quote unquote, a lot. What does that exactly mean? So serving was one of my favorite words um, that I began using in, in kind of my more spiritual vocabulary. Um, I specifically use it in terms of you've probably seen online me saying like, you know, um, I make choices that are the most serving to me. So there's a big difference between I make good choices or I make good choices for myself or this is the best choice or option for me. And I have serving choices. I'm making serving decisions. Serving is not necessarily equated with like the best option, but it is the most soul satisfying option, right? So if I'm making, if I'm saying I made the best choice, that's more like ego line. That's more me talking about my human experience and how that choice is going to benefit me as a person in the world, right? The most serving choice is what fills my soul. It is the choice that is the most spiritually beneficial to me. And the choice that is the most beneficial to not just myself, but all those that are connected to me. So when you do things based from a space of thinking, is this serving me? It's not, is this rewarding me? You know, it's, is this really serving what my soul needs and desires? Is it really serving to help me ascend to the best version of myself? Or is it serving me in a way that helps this situation ascend to the best possible outcome for those involved? So that's kind of like the way that I think of that term and the way that I use that term. So right now, if you've been listening to the show and you are feeling like, girl, I still don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Or I still don't know what my damn purpose is. Um, again, that's completely fine. But here, here's some really like tangible ways to start diving into that, okay? A really important component about finding your purpose and standing in your purpose is connecting with your intuition and tapping into the things that are inherent to you and the things that flow through you with effortless ease, that is the, the real, real root of the way to find what your gifts are. Because if, if you were listening to the show earlier and you're like, well, I don't know what my gifts are. I mean, I don't, I can't sing. I can't dance. What is my gift? Well, I can't do either of those things either. <laughs> That's why when I listed my gifts, you know, it's, I really listed for you guys, the things that come really naturally to me that are in, that are inherent facets of my character that are, are inherent facets of 
who I am, no matter what I'm doing and, and facets of who I've always been. Um, there are also things that come really deeply easy to me. Communication. It's always been so easy to me. Um, that's what I always excelled at in school. You know, even I think I was in first grade and I was reading at a 12th grade level or something. I got tested for something, right? Because I loved to communicate and I loved to be curious about everything in the world. You know, I'm curious about myself and I'm curious about the world. And those are two of my superpowers. So I absolutely identify those things as vessels for my purpose and pieces of my purpose puzzle. So think of it in terms of that, you know, um, what are the things that are so effortless to you? I, I, and even start looking at, you know, some, some things in childhood that maybe you haven't paid attention to, you know, I've always been someone that I think when I'm my most balanced, um, give really good advice. You know, I, I've naturally always been more of a counselor to people in my life and not because I know everything, but just for whatever reason, that's how my soul connects with other people. You know, um, I think back to, I was in daycare when I was in elementary school and one of the daycare teachers, asked me for advice about her man <laughs> which now is crazy because no adult better be talking to my child about their man problems but you know I think that just really spoke to someone's comfortability with me and relatability with me and just interest on what my perspective could be um, and so look back at things like that you know what what are things that just kind of kept stumbling your way or coming out of you really effortlessly that you do well. You know, some people are master motivators. Some people are so exceptional about helping other people see themselves. That's purpose. You can do any job and be in and on purpose with that gift, you know, with that ability. So really spend some time connecting with your intuition. You know, it's really important that before you buy every single course online, before you go to every single empowerment brunch, which are awesome tools, but they don't work if you don't work, you know, before you do all of that, before you expend all this money trying to get someone else to guide you and lead you to the truth about yourself, consider taking some time with you being more connected and grounded in yourself, you know, valuing yourself more, loving yourself more, accepting yourself more, and slowly uncovering and unlayering those pieces of you that stand out, that are so uniquely you, that have benefited the people in your life in some way or another. You know, you don't have to have a lot of money to be generous of spirit. You don't have to have a bunch of opportunities or things, um, to serve other people? Like what are ways in which you have really helped people that don't include money or that don't include job perks or that don't include, you know, something physically tangible? Are you a great listener? Are you somebody that, you know, is, is great at helping people unlock themselves? Um, are you somebody that is just kind of naturally a safe place for others like that's purpose you know another great way to access that too if if you're still kind of feeling like you know I'm not centered enough is ask people that know you ask people that you trust and admire don't just ask anybody don't just allow any and everybody input into your life but definitely tap into people that you trust and that you admire for help 
people that know you and see you. I'm sure you would be shocked and surprised at some of the things that these people have to share with you about yourself. You know, sometimes we're, we're way too hard on ourselves. We're way too biased to see ourselves clearly and in real time. And it is important and necessary for us to kind of concede to a deeper understanding someone else may have some kind of intuitive input that they can have into our lives. So I would really, really strongly suggest you go that route too. And for those that are listening right now that are really, really serious and committed to either finding your purpose or activating it, standing deeper inside of what you already know to be your purpose, whichever, whichever place you kind of fall on that tree, something that is truly a non-negotiable to that is developing your spiritual practice. It's really connecting with yourself, getting to know yourself deeper, accepting all of the aspects of who you are, the light and the dark you know, the, the shadow parts you don't want people to know about and the best parts that you want everyone to see. It's really embracing all those sides of yourself and, and committing yourself to, to a very serving daily practice, you know, and daily practice, your daily spiritual practice. It doesn't by that personally, I don't mean like, you know, you have to be in church every day or, you know, you have to do all these really grand grandiose rituals. Um, for me, my spiritual practice, and I I've done this on IGTV before. So if you're on my Instagram at Debbie Brown, one of the videos is me going over what my daily spiritual practice is. Um, but for me, that looks like meditation. Meditation is my gateway drug. To me, it is the most important part of my spiritual development, that ability to get quiet and get still that ability to stop asking and trying to interpret and rationalizing and all of the things and being able to just let God, let the universe download into me and input into me, you know, um, meditation. I do a lot of affirmations throughout my day. The affirmation I created for myself for this season of my life is I am a precious child of God living in the mastery of my most loving and authentic self exercising joyful discipline and leading from my soul's center. So I'm going to say that again. I'm a precious child of God living in the mastery of my most loving and authentic self, exercising joyful discipline and leading from my soul's center. That is the affirmation I wrote just for me. If you want to use it, please feel free. But that is something I say to myself throughout the day. I have it taped on the mirror in my bathroom. I start my day with it. I end my day with it. Whenever I happen to pass by that bathroom at another point, you know, throughout the day, I say it, I stop, I take a deep breath while I look at it. And the way that that has subtly worked in my life has been indescribable. You know, it's, it's really all of those little steps that make you who you are, those little steps that are you're unlocking and not the grand gestures, you know, um, I have that affirmation up. The thing that I say in my life, the moment I wake up, before I get out of the bed to go to the restroom, before I brush my teeth, before I scroll, I start every day and I look up, even on my most tired days, I look up with a smile and I say, thank you, God, for my son. Thank you, God, for my family. Thank you, God, for my friends. Thank you, God, for my life. I say that on my best days. I say that on my worst days. But that has really helped to cultivate 
a lot of extra gratitude in my life. Finding daily joys has become a part of my spiritual practice. Identifying small moments of joy that make me smile or make me feel peace. Um, and just appreciating them in real time and really taking a moment to notice them. That has become a huge part of my spiritual practice. I'm a big reader. I'm a big, uh, for lack of a better word, like do-gooder. <laughs> Like, I like to reach out to people. I like to do special things for people that I care about on a daily basis in some kind of way. Um, those are all parts of my spiritual practice. But more than just giving me something to do every day, those are all tools that have helped me further unlock and deepen what my purpose is and become the most authentic version of myself. I would also say, and, and if you have a pen and paper nearby, please, I really want you to write these down. If you are trying to figure out what your purpose is, or again, to stand more deeply inside of it, here are some great self-inquiry questions to ask yourself and to share with God. One of them is, God, please show me my next step. If you have the job of your dreams, or if you're searching for a better one, if you are trying to figure it out, do not look up at that mountain and feel defeated. Get God involved, but not in a way that it's you dictating to him what you want your outcomes to be. He has to lead you. He has to be in control. So say, God, please show me my next step. Another one that I think is really great if you're on your journey to really figuring out who you are or to loving all of who you are, to being at peace and an acceptance of who you are. God, please show me the truth of who I am. That's probably one of the most powerful things that you can say on your road to purpose, that you can really say to yourself in your mind and also out loud to the universe several times throughout the day. Write this down. God, please show me the truth of who I am. We place so many expectations on God and the universe. While on one hand, I do think it's really important to be as specific as possible when you're creating your vision, to write out, you know, line by line, all the ways in which you want things to happen. I want the car, I want the house, I want the, this, putting the pictures up, all of that is amazing. But we also have to be really clear that some of the things that we want for us are not the things that are for us. And usually there's so much more, there's so much more depth that God wants to offer to you. There's so many more gifts and opportunity that God wants to offer to you that we limit by creating the full terms of our agreements with this life. So God, please show me the truth of who I am and be in full acceptance of whatever is revealed to you. Because with saying that, it is such a powerful unlocking and it is such a powerful catalyst for transformational growth in your life because it can be many things. It can be God showing you the great pieces of you that you are not looking at. And it can also be God showing you your darkness so you can see yourself with full eyes you know, and, and both of those things are necessary for you to become the next evolution of whoever you're meant to be. So those two things, one more time where God, please show me my next step. Say that with me. God, please show me my next step. God, please show me the truth of who I am. Say that with me. God, please show me the truth of who I am.
yeah, I'm still here. I just want to take a second and really create some space after invoking that energy for us. All right, I have some homework for you. I want you to go on my IGTVs on my Instagram at Debbie Brown, and there's two videos I want you to watch. Both of them are nine minutes each. One of them is me going over my daily spiritual practice. The next one is five books to read for spiritual growth. I go over five of my current favorite books that I think you'll really dig. I think it'll really add some new layers um, of discovery for yourself that you can really utilize on this journey to purpose. Also a great DVD. I don't know all the places this is available. I have it on iTunes. I also have it on DVD, even though I don't have a DVD player anymore. <laughs> um, but it's, it's a movie that I watched long, long, long time ago that I think really beautifully expresses and illustrates what the true meaning of a life purpose is. And the movie is called Finding Joe, Finding Joe. It's a documentary about the teachings of Joseph Campbell. Now, Joseph Campbell was many things. Um, theologist, he was a I mean, God, just a researcher on all the belief systems and all of time. And in a lot of his teachings, he has identified what he considers to be the purpose of life, like the very real purpose of why we're even here, the point of it all. Um, and it's also a common thread that he had identified in every story ever told and in every religion ever believed and followed. Um, and it's, it's this thing that he has identified um, that I think can aid everybody really greatly in their purpose. It's called the hero's journey. That's the thing. <laughs> That's the common tie, the commonality in every story ever told and every religion ever followed um, the hero's journey. And so it, it's a really beautiful, beautiful movie. A lot of incredible thought leaders are in this documentary. It's about 90 minutes. Watch it. Watch it with your spouse. Watch it with your kids. It's really, really beautiful. No matter what background you are, um, this is not trying to change your beliefs in any way. This is more so just highlighting some of the beauty in what your beliefs are in a way that is more applicable to you. So that is called Finding Joe. It might be on a streaming service, but I do know for sure it's on iTunes. So try to rent or buy it there um, and you won't regret it. And if you check it out, please let me know. So I hope this episode turned out okay. <laughs> I had a good time recording it. Um, it was interesting to me. Uh, yeah. So the pressures of purpose in closing, I just really want to say, please, please, please be gentle with yourself. Um, do not use purpose, the idea of purpose in the same way that you are using your Instagram, which is as a tool of comparison. Okay. Not all purpose has to be grand in the way that is quantifiable by likes or by curated perception. Please know and believe that because of the truth of the matter is that's not everybody's mission in this life. Everybody's mission in this life is not to be world famous or super rich or whatever else, you know, society glorifies. We are all here to learn and to be and to do 
different things, but none of those things are greater than another person's or better than another person's. We just have to stop looking at our own growth and our own lives through the very warped perspective of American society. You will cause your own suffering if you do that. You have to find the beauty in whatever your life is in this moment and whatever cards you were dealt, whatever hands you're playing. All right, I gotta go before Quest wakes up. Love y'all, peace. Big thank you for listening to this episode of the Dropping Gems podcast. This show is executive produced by Adrian Scott and me, Debbie Brown. Our theme music was created by producer Day One and the poem that you heard at the beginning of the show. Well, that was created especially for us by award-winning poet Namdi Okafor. If you have a quick moment right now, please hit subscribe on the show. And if you like what you heard, take it a step further and give us a five-star rating. Until next time, you connect with me on IG at Debbie Brown or my website, DebbieBrown.com. Be blessed. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.